Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos, 630 Chad. All right, hope your weekend is off to a great start. Mine sure is. Had Blake Dermott on the show, had Will Bateman in studio, pro golfer. He's ready to go at the Oil Country Championship. And another great in-studio guest standing by. This is going to be fun. Alex Tagliani. Alex, thanks for dropping by. How's life? Very good. How's it going? You're you're so comfortable. I mean, you and I have done this before. You're, you're so great at being available for interviews and, and promoting your sport and all that kind of stuff. You just settle in. You move the mic right to where you want it. You know exactly what to do. But uh, that, that's part of the gig, right? That's part yeah. of the gig. It's like uh, getting set up for... Uh, for a car seat in the, in your race car, you know, just moving the shifter where you want it, the steering wheel, the pedals, yeah. Uh, but I mean, uh, I'm not I'm not going to act like we're we're old buddies, but like this is the third or fourth time we've sat down and talked, and uh, you know, I found you very outgoing and and you know, open and able to tell stories and talk about racing and your experiences. Um, did you always have that, and and do you do you have to make sure some of the younger drivers know how important that is, or how does that work? It's a great question. I think um, you know it's been uh, it's been now like five years. Uh, the last two have been like like full time, meaning that I'm not missing any race. You know, from uh, from either being at the Indy 500 or um, or uh, running in the Xfinity um, series on the road course. So, but the partnership has been lasting for the last five years and um, and I really enjoyed it. But when I started, you know, I've seen the series growth as well. And um, I've always been this way, you know, I, I think that from coming from a family that uh, was not gonna, you know, sign a check for me to go race, um, I work really hard at it. Um, I develop a, a very high level of appreciation to uh, to when you get something, either you succeed or you have a good result uh, towards your team and your your crew or 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 uh, you know sponsors, um, fans. So our sport is really important, you know. Like I don't take it for granted. I think uh, we're quite lucky to have um, a national series like this that competes from uh, east to west. And um, I want to see it even bigger, and uh, that's why you know I'm working really hard with uh, with the sponsor on the media side, and and uh, yes, it's 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 part of our job, but uh, I I always put like extra emphasis on it just because I want to make sure that uh, the sport continues to stay healthy. The uh, Edmonton International Raceway tomorrow hosts the NASCAR Luxor 300. Uh, th- here's kind of the schedule throughout the day. The gates will be at noon. There's practice 12:45. Qualifying will start right around four. 
then you guys do autographs right before the race, like yes. six, six to seven, basically, and then the green flags at seven thirty. Now, uh, for the qualifying, that's so that's so you don't know where you're starting tomorrow yet. That's all done tomorrow. Yeah. So we start practicing, and uh, and yes, after that the car will be impounded. We're gonna go through qualifying line, and uh, and then we have like. Two laps, hard charging, qualifying <laughs> to get like um, you know a spot on the grid. Uh, track position is going to be important. It's a tough track to pass, but uh, I've heard that uh, you know the promoters trying really hard to get two lanes to run uh, on the track by gripping up the outside lane. Um, last year we had an amazing crowd. I mean, it was really good. Uh, the autograph sessions always popular there. They they let the people like go from the grandstand all the way to the grid where the cars are parked on the front straight away um i i mean the last three years i think um i've seen a bunch of people from quebec uh taking a trip a vacation they come to that race and this year funny enough i saw them in saskatoon oh. and they said well for the last three years we saw you in edmonton so we said well we're gonna extend our trip and we're gonna make it like a, a, a three race uh a trip uh, you know out west so um when i come here you know i feel like i see a lot of friends i've, I've made friends over the years um and uh, so, you know, I like to I like to come here, and uh, and hopefully we uh, we're gonna come here for many more years, and we're, we're gonna grow, uh, you know, the Western Tour with uh, with NASCAR. Alex Tagliani's in studio, and uh, again, I encourage you uh, to text six thirty six thirty. You could send in your questions to a pro golfer. Last half hour, this half hour, we got a pro driver in studio, uh, very experienced. You love you love Edmonton. Uh, you won. Uh, on the International Raceway, what, in 16? Two years ago? Yep. And you won the uh, Pinty Series race when it was at the airport course in 08. Yes, correct. So you like racing here. Yes, Two in obviously. The last 10 years uh, isn't bad. Yeah, that's also the reason why I have some go- good memories because <laughs> I've been competitive here and uh, uh, started on pole here also. Um, I remember there was a year where we um, we partnered with uh, Food Allergy Canada and uh, we created a nice contest. Like this year, the contest, by the way, in July is uh, is um, my allergy-friendly kitchen. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, the first time that I came here with a, a contest, we had, um, I think, look, I don't know if my memory is going to play tricks on me but I think we had two girls from the O'Leary high school yeah i think so yeah, yeah they just they because this was with the EpiPen. correct yeah they, they draw like a, a special design on our yeah. car and then we uh, we unveil our car at uh, the headquarters of Cantork um a friend of mine, Colin, that is from Edmonton, and um, we had good success with that because we did it in Alberta and we did it in Ontario and in Quebec. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so those are great memories. The 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 performance, you know, like of our car over the years here, a pole, a win, and a win on a road course. That's so, pretty good. Yeah. Hopefully we can, uh, you know, come out with uh, with a win here uh, tomorrow night. Well, we should mention because. Uh you and I athletically don't have anything in common, but you because you have a nut allergy too, right? Yes, and correct. that's how you got involved with EpiPens. So, yeah, 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 pretty severe. Um, you know, I think I'm really like I'm really proud of this partnership because uh, over the years, right, I realized that you know sponsors are is really important, but never I would expect that one day I would have had a sponsor on the car that is so close. To to me and right. you know my my life and now by being involved in in all these campaigns of of uh, awareness on food allergy and how to be bear, best prepare uh, how to live well with your allergies and all that stuff you know i feel like I've, we've been contributing over the last five years with all this program to um to make me people more sensitive w- 
you know, with, uh, about people with food allergy. And and now, like the, the big difference is, you know, when you uh, when you go out to to a grocery store. Um, the other day, I was looking for snacks, you know, to 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 bring with me at the truck, and and I was looking at the label, and it, it's really well you know described and you know what's peanut free and what's not peanut free and and so all the labeling uh restaurants you know you know you order something and people are coming and say yeah we're aware about food allergy so this is you know this is safe for you um there's been a big change in our in our society and i think uh we've done a good job and there's still more to come because uh it's a growing health issue in the country it's not slowing down and uh it's fun that that uh that the company uh, that Pfizer Canada decided to jump on board sponsoring a race car and and use me to um, to help that cause. Alex, uh, you're in your 40s now. You've been racing, uh, you know, a long time in a few different circuits, few different types of cars. You've you've done a lot. Uh, does does race day still feel the same for you as when you were whatever 18, 25, 30? Like, do you, does it still give you that same jolt, or how does it feel compared to maybe when you were a, a younger racer or a fresher racer? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I, you know, I still have the passion uh, embedded in me. I think the fire of racing, um, you know, feeling competitive and feeling that I can win is also something that I really like. Um, and uh you know maybe smarter than when i was 18 also right. <laughs> looking at the looking at the 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 sport uh with a smarter eye with with uh you know business driven also and um yeah i mean i, I think also like some of the de- decision that i've made at some point to draw the line to how stubborn i was going to be to bring money to race in any car and and where i think i needed to race you know for my future and and uh, for our family and all that stuff it you know like comes with experience comes with you know i think uh, wisdom and age um so yeah but in in regards of like that 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 spark and that fire of of competing and working with a team and driving a car is is still there and and until is it is and i feel competitive then i'm just gonna enjoy doing it i gotta ask you this one uh what's your response to uh the people who say uh race car drivers aren't athletes (laughs) It's, it doesn't doesn't require the same ability as hockey or football or basketball or whatever. I think uh, you know. I think uh, over my career, I've I've driven so many different cars, and I can you know tell you, you know, like how, how hard it is to drive an Indy car, obviously. Um, but to explain to the people like why this is why you know it's tough to drive, it's just you're in the worst environment possible, right? So you're 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 breathing inside your helmet, so you're continuously breathing your bad air. What you know, what you throw out of your body, so it has a lack of oxygen. So when you have a lack of oxygen, your heart rate goes up because mm-hmm. it needs oxygen. Um, you have belt that are strapped on, that are, are tight on your body, so it's really tight on your chest. So your 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 upper body and your chest is not able to you know to expand to 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 breathe air as as nice as when you know like there's no pressure from the belts. Um, the heat is tough because you're sweating a lot, you're losing a lot of electrolytes and fluid, and you don't have enough to replenish the equal amount. So you get dehydrated and you know you get tired. You're pulling G's. Um, 
when you're cornering, when you're braking, and something that drivers do unconsciously is when you get on the brakes hard, or when you corner at high speed, you're put your you're 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 putting yourself in apnea. So you're basically holding your breath. So it's like when someone pushes you and you push against, you, you stop breathing to to force. Um, so that raises the heart rate as well. So all those conditions are are really difficult. So. And one day I did a test at Human International Performance, and and um, and and one of the doctor there like made me realize also the other aspect of the the strength and why it's tough to do it at the same time. And so he, he, I took dumbbells in my hand, like 20 pounds dumbbells, and I was like, you know, pounding reps. Yeah. And he came up with like a, a piece of paper in front of my face, and there was like a, you know, a, a, a mat. Um, uh, 25 minus 3 plus 3 divided by 2 equal, right? So as soon as that, that, that sheet came in front of my face and he said, give me the answer, basically my arms stopped lifting weights while I was thinking. Sure. And then he said, you know, keep going. So I kept going, but then my brain was not able you to do think. Math now, you can't yeah. do math, right? <laughs> so it took the double of the time to come up with the answer. And so that was to prove and to show me that when you're in the car and you're doing a physical effort, but you're concentrating, looking at where you're going, you're talking with your team on the radio, they're giving you instruction, you have someone, a spotter, talking to you constantly, you're you're doing a physical effort, but now you have no choice to also do a lot of thinking with your head. You can't close your eyes and, and just, you know, turn the wheel while you're forcing, you know, you're doing it at the same time and it really drains energy out of your body. So for all those reasons, I think it's, um, it's a pretty intense sport and obviously the more the car is performance, the more the more you pull G's, the more you have downforce, the more is difficult, right? So, um, you know, in the NASCAR, the reason why guys are capable of doing it longer, we also have like power steerings inside the NASCAR car. In an Indy car, you don't have a power steering. So it's like straight to your hands and arms. So the the it takes really a lot of strength and it, it wears you out during a race when uh, when you don't have that. So for all those reasons, it's, uh, it's pretty intense. So what do you do to I mean I like I said I had I had Will Bateman a golfer in studio and I asked what he does sort of to stay in shape and for for the fitness type stuff what what are you doing like and you can't be like drivers aren't like huge you can't be, huge a body builder, you can't right? be big right so, so like to give you an example like a bodybuilding shape would be the opposite than what you need right, right. we need almost like a little bit more you know muscular uh, um mass than a cyclist for the strength the upper body strength um but not too much why because you know like when you look at you know guys that are doing the tour de france the re the reason why they're so skinny at the top is because the more muscle you have the more blood flow you need to have in your body and the more the heartbeat is, is going to go to the roof so when you watch a bodybuilder uh, on stage flexing his muscle for a minute doing his routine he comes out of the stage and he's out of breath. I right. mean, he didn't run a marathon. He didn't do a 200K <laughs> ride on a bike. He's already out of breath and he just did that. And the reason is because, I mean, the blood is pumping through his veins because he needs to feed the muscle, right? It's going back and forth. So the best physique, you know, to get the most amount of cardio is, um, you know, just 
a little bit of muscle mass. So what I do is I like to cross train. You know, I, I won't go in a gym and just, just keep pounding like low reps with heavy weight. I will do some repetition of a certain exercise and then I'll jump on another one and another one, another one, and then I'll go on a jump on the punching bag and then I'll do some other reps and, and my heart rate goes to the roof, but I continue okay. to do, you know, like a, a little circle like this. And um, in the summer, I do more, more biking. Uh, I like biking. Uh, I have a mountain bike and I have a road bike, so I alternate. And um, yeah, and, this, it, and you feel, to, you do what you think you need to do for your own body. So like different people will, will have like different weaknesses or d- different strength and they will approach their, uh, their, their physical training in a different way. There was a time in IndyCar also that uh, I felt that, you know, moving to Vegas was really good for me because we were living at high altitude and uh, we were like 3,000 3, feet above sea level. And when I was taking my bike to go up to Red Rock and come down, I was going up to 4,200 feet. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're living every single day of your life. You're cycling all the way to that sort of height. And then your body is in, a, in an environment where it has less oxygen. So yeah. it produces natural more red blood cells So for better cardio. And um, so now I'm racing NASCAR. It's a little bit less intense, a little bit less demanding physically. So, you know, I feel that just maintaining my, my uh, physical activity is okay. Alex Tagliani's in studio racing tomorrow at Edmonton International Raceway. The Na- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Scar Luxor 300, a green flag at 7.30, but he'll start being on the track at 12.45 for practice. More with Alex when we get back. This is J.C. Sheriff from your Edmonton Eskimos, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6.30 Chad. Tagliani is in studio. Great to catch up with him. He's racing tomorrow. The Luxar 300, part of the NASCAR Pinty Series, Edmonton International Raceway. Gates will open at noon. Green flag will drop at 7.30. He'll be going for his uh, third win in Edmonton. We mentioned he won at the raceway in 2016 and won at the old airport course uh, back in 2008. Uh, You're going to have to help me here, uh, Alex. Was it the Alligator Justin, how do you say his last name? Alger? Uh, who won? Who spun at, at Road America and stole the win a few years ago? No, that was um, in Mid Ohio, and it was Regan Smith that okay. that knocked me out of the out of the race on the last corner in Xfinity. Um, and in Montreal, actually, I was a teammate with uh, Justin Allgaier. Allgaier, uh, sorry. Yeah, and uh, that was the year that I finished second. Okay, so your teammate didn't knock you. No, 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 he didn't. <laughs> What, what, I mean, when you get knocked out like that, uh, and I mean, I know sometimes in NASCAR, you see the, well, not just NASCAR, you see the argument or the pushing and the show. When a guy knocks you out of the race, like, do you try to clear that up or I find think, out what happened? Or I think, um, you know, I think on our series in general, like, we're on shorter tracks than the the U.S. guys. So what happens is 
it's really it's really tough to to complete a, a complete pass right so you could be a car could be in trouble in front you know rear tires are going away car gets loose or he's pushing like hell and you know he's not capable of maintaining his line but you're not able to complete the pass as easy as when the track would be longer okay. um so i think a little bump you know like to to basically moving moving him like half a lane so you can get the inside i think it's it's fair because if you don't you know you're going to spend the whole evening behind him even though you're quicker right the the problem happens when you do that to a guy that is not slower than you and then when you're in front of him you know you're in his way so then you'll do it to, to you again right so you, i think you have to be careful you know like when you play this game to make that pass and um if, if you take an opportunity of, of a guy making a mistake going a little bit wide that's okay door to door and because our wheels are covered i mean there's you know, there's going to be a lot more of that but um so far so good so far i think the series been clean uh I, like i said the competition level is quite high now in the series really good drivers and um it's really tight but it's been you know clean um other than you know like the last race we had an issue with some um lappers but it's what it is Alex can you can you I know we had you till 7 30 do you have do you have to go somewhere else or can you stick around for maybe yeah. five minutes after the yeah, news you sure. got you got time yeah okay we'll stick around with Alex uh Tagliani after the Kellen let's just do a one minute here one minute after the news and we'll uh, keep going with Alex Alex Tagliani in studio inside sports on 6 30 jet You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. All right, Winnipeg leading Toronto 13-7, four minutes left in the first half in the CFL. Eskimos won it last night, 44-23 in Montreal. More on that on 630Ched.com. Two games tomorrow, we'll have Ottawa at Hamilton, Calgary at Saskatchewan. The Edmonton prospects have clinched a playoff spot. We'll have more with their assistant general manager coming up uh, in a few minutes here on Inside Sports. I'm Reed Wilkins. Alex Tagliani is in studio racing at the Edmonton International Raceway tomorrow. The uh, NASCAR Pinty Series, the Luxor 300, the green flag will drop at 7.30. We gave away some uh, some tickets to that last week on the show, so hopefully yes. those fans can go grab an autograph from you. Yeah. So you're doing So like up to half an hour before your race, you're signing autographs. Yes. Not a lot of sports have that. Well, like that's... you can't go up to you know a major league pitcher half an hour before he's pitching and get autographed. I mean that's that's what's really nice about our sport. I think also the the you know the fans might say, you know at least with baseball, you know I play in a league with friends. I know what the sport is when I watch the major players. You know I know what the sport is. You know I play football for fun. I play hockey in a garage league for fun. I know <laughs> what the sport is. So when I watch an NHL game, I know. In racing, there's there's just 20 cars on the track so I, you know most likely these guys that are in the in the stands I've never even come close to even you know just sitting on a timing stand during a during a race with the crew chief so I think when you open the gate and you allow them to come on the front straight away and sign autograph and they can see that that beast of a car right right there in front yeah. of them and um, you know poke their head inside the cockpit I think uh, it's it's nice this texture says uh, who wins the monster cup this year can anyone beat the big three uh, I don't know. I think uh, I would say the way things are going right now in Monster Cup, um, I would go for uh, I would go for Bush. Okay. Yeah. 
put you on the spot there making the yeah. predictions eh? I just, yeah i mean <laughs> well, i mean the 78s like you know in my, like yeah it's he's really strong right but uh i don't know if he's gonna do it two years in a row okay uh what's your top speed you're gonna hit tomorrow uh, i think i would have to calculate with the gear that we have in the back um i think i don't know if i would be lying to say that we will hit maybe 160 170 okay uh, it's i mean it's it's really low speed for us it's but when you say when you say one like let's say 160 170 you know you have to compare like if you put like a very fast sports car on the track yeah it would probably be half of that so if you put like a porsche it'll be half of that so it doesn't sound high. Because you're saying miles per hour. No, case. It is case. But okay. the track is tiny, right? It's a ball. So if you if you put like a if you put a Porsche on the track or a Ferrari and then you try to come out of the corner, first of all the car will push like hell. Right. It will not be able to grip the car is not meant for that, so you won't be able to get out of the corner and the car is has a lot of weight. So a normal street car even like a sports car they're like around 4000 pounds our car is 3000 so you know oh, it comes out of the box you know quite aggressively so even on a very short track so when you're in a when you're when you're in the grandstand and you and the car goes on the track and you see you know like the acceleration how brutal the acceleration is from one corner to another um you know it's it's pretty i mean this is the lowest gear we have so it's the lowest speed the lowest top speed we would get on a track from the nature of the track being like very very small how does uh, how does someone get started in this crazy sport like these days is it different than when you got started um yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to discourage anybody, but I, like the other day I was just talking to some friends and I was, you know, at dinner and, and I said, man, I think if I would have to start racing today, I don't even know if I would make it. Really? You know? Yeah, just, I mean, the, the, the nature of the sport is really simple, right? Compared to hockey, let's say we grab hockey. So if you go to a hockey player today and you say, listen, you're going to work 285 days a year. You're going to raise money. You're going to go and knock at all your contact you have, all your friends, all your uncles, and, and all your family you know, contact, and you're going to raise $2 bucks. And you're going to go to the GM of your team, and you're going to sign him a $2 million check. And then he's going to give you $150,000 salary to play the game. And then you need to do some PR and some promotion and stuff. He'll go, what? I'm not gonna do that. Right. Probably his agent's gonna say no. You sign, you sign a two million dollar check to us before he jumps on the ice, and then any day you need him extra, right. it's gonna be twenty five. And by the way, if you don't win, you don't make any money. Ex well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but the problem is with our sport is like the 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 the, the promoters of racing of tracks they they you know they don't share the the income to to the team right. So the sole the sole financial, you know, coming into the team is is sponsor, and um, you know you have to raise money, then you have to give yourself a job, and then you have to continue to raise your profile because when you're unknown and you start in go kart, you know it's really difficult yeah, to nobody's go to looking anybody to give up their say, spot so you can race. Yeah, yeah, and say, oh, by the way, I'm here, you know. And the more and more, and the, the more and more the sport has grown over the years that I was, you know, like I started professional, let's say in IndyCar in 2000, you know, all the way to 2013. I think all these changes were that teams 
put a lot of money with their equipment, their trailer, their shop, their employee, everything, and they have cars, and some teams are saying, yeah, so if you want to ride, the car's white, the truck's white, everything's white, bring me the sponsor, and then you can run. Then you can do it. And a lot of, <laughs> and it opens the door for people that have a lot of backing, um, that comes from very wealthy family. I mean, a great, you know, the story of Lance Stroll in Formula One, you see, I mean, you know, his father is, is billionaire and, you know, he's funding his career. You know, no offense to that, because honestly, if my dad would have been billionaire, man, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> right. I would have raised Formula One and I would be in Monster Cup right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, um, you know, you have to do with what you have and, um, and you know, good, good, good for him to... to to extract, you know, like uh, every possibility that he had, you know, with the financial, you know, backing that he has. Um, but when you don't have that, your path and your you, what you do is very different, you know. So you can't look at, you know, Alex Tagliani or Lance Stroll or, or any other driver and say, what did you do? I'm going to follow you. It, it doesn't no work model. that way. There's, There's no, no model, yeah. right? So That's fascinating. Um, yeah, it's pretty tough. Alex, thanks for coming in. I, I, I love talking to you. I, I hope you're back next year and we do this again. All the best tomorrow. Uh, again, the uh, Luxor 300, it's going to start at 7.30, but gates are at noon at Edmonton International Raceway. You can see the practice. You can see the qualifying. You can meet Alex and uh, get autographs from he and the other drivers from uh, 6 to 7 right down on the track. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks, and by the way, I'll be back next year. Yes, awesome stuff. Okay, we got a lot to do. Uh, 780-496-0063. We're going to get contestants for a live... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trivia question to win Eskimos Rough Riders tickets, and we'll get our next guest on the line as well. Still a lot to come here on Inside Sports. This is Mike Riley from your Edmonton Eskimos, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. All right, if you want to see Mike Riley and the Eskimos in person, uh, again, 780-496-0063. We're giving away a four-pack of tickets to the Esks Riders game on Thursday. Uh, you will have to answer a trivia question live on the air. We've done this every night this week. We've had a show. Uh, 780-496-0063. Kellen can get you lined up while I talk to our next guest, whose team is currently on the field in Lethbridge. The Edmonton Prospects scoreless with the Lethbridge Bulls in the top of the third last night. The Prospects won 6-3 to clinch a playoff spot. Regular season winding down the game tonight. couple of games against Fort McMurray on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Jordan Blundell is the assistant general manager for the Prospects. Jordan, great to have you back on the show. How are things? Um, things are great. Thanks for having me on. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on uh, tonight. Thanks for uh, letting us go a few extra minutes there with Alex Tagliani. We we're having so much yeah, fun no with problem. him. We uh, bumped you back a little bit. But thanks for coming on. Uh, you know, clinching a playoff spot. I know uh, when you guys won that six in a row a couple of weeks ago, that, you know, lessened the, the stress. But what does it mean to finally actually nail it down? 
Well, for sure, exactly. You hit the nail on the head there. Uh, you know, you're, you're you're trying to make the playoffs, and, and the league is so tight and it's so up and down, and and you know, you face uh, face a team's number one or two at the back end of your rotation and the matchups and everything. So we're really happy that we've clinched that spot now and uh, can kind of breathe a little bit easier. We had uh, uh, Fort Mac was nipping at our tails there, and they're they're on the heels of uh, Lethbridge too right now. So. There's still some things unsettled, but uh, we're looking forward to getting to the playoffs and, and maybe trying to get some guys some work to prepare for that. All right. So, uh, what is it, Lethbridge tonight, and then is it the, the, are the two games against Fort Mac? Th- th- is that it for the regular season? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Saturday at seven, Sunday at two. Uh, that's that'll wrap up the regular season. Day off Monday, and playoffs start Tuesday on the road for us. All right. And you know who you're playing already? Uh, we don't. Most likely going to be Okotoks. Um, so Tuesday, Wednesday in their barn, and then uh, Thursday here, August 2nd, 7 o'clock. Okay, Thursday, and then if there's a game 4, that'll be Friday the 3rd? Yeah, yeah, exactly, 7 o'clock start. So you know, we need to get a dub here and, and try and push push Okotoks. Uh, they, they had our number there here last week, but we played them tight and actually just kind of didn't get the bounce go our way, um, which is you know a little bit cliche, but uh, we're looking forward to battling them. They're, they're kind of our rival. It's, uh, you know, it's interesting for you guys because you have made the league final two years in a row out of fourth in your division. And if people don't follow the playoff format, you know, it's two six-team divisions, the top four get in, and then you play one against four and two against three in your division. So starting on the road, uh, I don't know how many guys you have back from the last years, but but starting on the road and maybe being a bit of an underdog, that's not going to intimidate anybody. No, I think uh, I think the guys that have been here and, and done that before are looking forward to the challenge again. Um, you know, it's, it's it's it'll be an uphill battle as usual, and I think our guys are, are well prepared for that with the experience that they've had uh, the past couple of years. And we do have some guys that have, that have done this before. Um, you know, obviously we, we'd love to be sitting in first place and, and be way ahead of everyone, but that's not the reality. And uh, the reality is that our new season starts on uh, Tuesday, and uh, the guy, I know our guys are really really looking forward to that challenge and looking forward to the competition going up and, and the level going up. I think they're prepared to, to meet the challenge and, and, and give them a run for their money for sure. Jordan Blundell joining us, Edmonton Prospects Assistant General Manager. Uh, his team on the diamond currently in Lethbridge getting ready for the upcoming playoffs. As you heard him say, they'll start on the road Tuesday, July 31st, likely against Okotoks, but uh, we'll know for sure over the next couple of days. Jordan, what have you seen? Uh, you know, every every team takes on a little bit of a different personality, and uh, when you're in ro- your role, you, you have to be honest about the team. You'd, you'd like to say it's great in all areas, but, uh, you know, there are some things to work through during the season. Uh, how would you sum up the, the personality of this team? What's the, what's, the, uh, what's the character of this team like? Well, I think uh, the, the character of the team is, is rooted in resiliency. Um, you know, we had some some guys that uh, were hurt early on, and we had some guys that uh, maybe maybe weren't able to perform to the level that, that we thought they'd be able to and that they wanted to, and you know, we had to make some adjustments throughout the season. Uh, we had some guys come in and some guys leave, and, and that's pretty normal for, for our league and, and this level. Uh, some roster turnover in season, and, uh, and I think the guys have responded to that. Um, I think the, the guys that uh, joined our club uh, a little bit later in the season have been great fits. I think they fit the mold of our team, which is which is a kind of a grinder mentality and a battler. Um, you know, and I could say probably there's some some inconsistency there with us. You know, as our home and road records 
reflect maybe two different teams. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to maybe being able to, to right that wrong and, and kind of get on that run again of, of playing consistent baseball through nine innings, you know, providing ourselves the best opportunity to win one, win one late. You know, this is playoff baseball. It's going to come down to a play here or there. Um, one play never decides the, the fate of the game. You know, so you got to be ready from the first pitch right to the last pitch. And I think that, that suits our group really well. I think we've got some veterans that understand what that commitment is and what it will take to, you know, play all 120 or 140 pitches out to, to the best of their ability and uh, put ourselves in a chance to win the game late. All right, people can uh, check the standings and the scoreboards and the stats. WMBL.ca is for the league. Uh, how do people get more on the prospects online and look into tickets too, Jordan? Uh, yeah, EdmontonProspects.com, uh, ProspectsBaseballClub.com, actually, sorry. Um, there's tickets online. You can purchase them online. Um, we do we do a great job with the walk-up crowd. We're, we're looking for some, some great weather this weekend, obviously. It'll be a great chance to see our guys you know, tune up and, and get ready for the playoffs. And, and then obviously next Thursday, you know, we're hopeful that uh, the city shows their support and, and comes out and enjoys a, a great night at REMAX Field and sees the fellas get after it. Jordan, thanks for coming on tonight. It's been great to keep in touch with you throughout the season. I hope there are uh, many more games to come here in the postseason, buddy. All the best. Yeah, same. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the support, Reed. Jordan Blundell checking in, assistant GM for uh, the Edmonton Prospects. Don't don't count them out. I mean, there's there's two or three teams in the WNBL that have had exceptional regular seasons, but you got to put it together at the right time. Prospects have done that the last two years, so hopefully they can do it again. Some guests on the show get gift certificates to Northern Chicken. Book the Rumpus Room for up to 12 of your closest friends and dig in for a family-style picnic at northchickenyeg.com. All right, I, I thank our contestants who have been waiting patiently on the uh, line here to try to win four tickets to the Esks and the Riders on uh, Thursday at Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. We have Craig on the line. Craig, thanks for calling in, man. How was your Friday night? Really good, really good. Went to Klondike Days, uh, totally exhausted, ready for bed. <laughs> did you go on any rides, Craig? I did not. I stuffed my gut. And I'm paying for it now. All right. Well, that's okay. Thanks for making Inside Sports part of your night. Craig, uh, would you consider yourself an Edmonton Eskimos fan? I am. Would you consider yourself a longtime Eskimos fan? Yes. Okay, good. Because I I got a trivia question tonight that goes back in history a little bit. Uh, Duke Williams last night had his fifth straight 100-yard game receiving yards. The last Eskimo to have five 100-yard receiving games in a row was who back in 1983? Uh, Kelly. Brian Kelly it is. That is awesome, Craig. You betcha, buddy. All right. Yeah, I love the enthusiasm. Now, are they good? They got to play better against the Riders than they did last night, don't they? Yeah. Not, you know what? A win's a win. Too many penalties. Yeah, too many penalties. I think they got to shore up the coverage a little bit, but I think they have some athletes in the secondary, but they're just not consistent yet. So we'll we'll see about that. Craig, stay on the line, okay? You betcha. All right, so Craig gets the win. It was Brian Kelly back in 1983. Uh, Duke Williams is uh, exceptional. I guess only four catches. Uh, I mean, he's had some games where he's had seven, eight, nine, but he gets 116 yards. Got that big touchdown where he broke away. Late in the first half, that that was really when the Eskimos pretty much put it away. Darrell Walker doing his thing, and Kenny Stafford. I mean, I, I've always liked Stafford as a receiver. I, I think he can run a variety of routes. He's he's tough when he makes the catch. He gets five for 105. 
and they they really might have a, a pretty good Canadian here with Nate Bahar. He's made some nice athletic catches, able to control his body, stay in bounds. He had the two-point convert in Winnipeg. That was a beauty. Had a really nice catch along the sidelines last night. The Eskimos receivers, quarterback, uh, not a problem. I, th- I think there's the understatement of the year. Some other things to work out. The kick coverage was poor last night. And... Uh, Apparently the stadium was poor, according to this texture who says, Hey, Reed, just got home from Montreal. Percival Stadium, the biggest crap hole in the CFL. Disgraceful, but the Esks won. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about the stadium. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll have some fun here. Uh, hey, Reed, can we get a shout-out to Mark Dixon, who pitched a perfect game in slow pitch for the Stony Plains Swamp Donkeys in our year-end tourney? First of all, Swamp Donkeys, incredible name. Is that, is that like a filthy reference that I shouldn't say on the radio? It might be. I'm pretty dumb when it comes to stuff like that. No, I mean, <laughs> Shrek's buddy Oh, it's a named after, the, yeah. okay, it's named after the donkey. What In was Shrek. the donkey called? He was called Donkey. Donkey, donkey was Eddie Donkey. Eddie Murphy did the voice, didn't That's he? That's right. How did, Mark Dixon, how do you pitch a perfect game in slow pitch? I mean, the whole point of slow pitch is you're just begging the other team to hit it because you're pitching it slowly. Well, Either Mark Dixon was using, like, he's got, Mark Dixon must put more English on the slow pitch ball than anybody in slow pitch history. Well, their opponents. That's incredible. Their or opponents, the, or their opponents been, were not very good. Yeah, or a senior's home or something. <laughs> it just all clicked for Mark Dixon tonight. There you go. Is that enough shout-outs to Mark Dixon? For that texture, I think Mark Dixon. I think we've said the name Mark Dixon more than we said Alex Tagliani tonight. And Alex Tagliani was on the show along with Will Bateman, Blake Dermott, and Jordan Blundell. When are we done? Uh, we are done in like a minute. Oh, I thought we were done in this minute. Well, that's okay. I have another minute to go. <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> that's fine. So the prospects that game in Lethbridge. Just updating the score. Uh, still no score. They are in the top of the fourth. A couple of home games this weekend to wrap up the regular season. Winnipeg in control against Toronto in the CFL, up 23-8 at the half. Kellen, great work. Hope you have a great weekend. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. Uh, Stuck around in Montreal. He will be back next week, and we'll get you ready for the Riders and the Eskimos. We'll be talking about the uh, Oil Country Championship. Going to be another fun week on the show. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thanks to everybody who uh, called in and texted. It is always a pleasure. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. See you around. That's Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. It's Friday. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.